Good morning, everyone. Would you please stand as we welcome the BB Company into our service this morning? Thank you. Thank you, everyone. You take your seats again, please. Just before we begin our service, I want to deal with the announcements. You are very, very welcome to our service this morning. Thank you so much for coming, and it's great to see so many parents and grandparents here. Thank you so much. And may I go take a wee step further and say, we'd be delighted to see you back again next week. So thank you for that, and thank you for the consideration. Uh, I'm sorry to say that the Reverend Shaw remains ill, and uh, we are delighted this morning to welcome the Reverend Willis Cordner, who's going to lead our service. Uh, Willis is a well-known person in Ballycrocken. He's given us a lot of support and a lot of service over the years. So Willis, it's always a joy to see you back, and thank you for stepping in this morning for the Reverend Shaw. Thank you. Reverend Shaw, we hope, will recover very, very soon and be back with us in the very near future. And for those of you this morning who are not regulars, tea and coffee is available for everyone after the service, just at the back right-hand side of the church as I look at it. Now, some announcements. This week's a busy week. Tuesday, 24th committee, church committee at 7.30. Uh, Wednesday, 25th, 7.45. Alpha meets in the prayer room, and Kids Club meets on Friday the 27th in the middle halls. So those three events are on this week. Future events, advance notice of the next Life Lounge, which is on Sunday the 5th of November, uh, Bible Treasure Hunt in church on Saturday the 11th of November, and right into next year, uh, the Belfast Community Gospel Choir are doing a concert for Ballycrock and Presbyterian Church, and that's next March. But tickets are available now if you want to get some. Muriel Irvine or Kim Fitzsimons are available to provide you with the tickets. And one other piece of information, the designated person for the church with regard to safeguarding has moved on to Bill Aiken. Bill has taken over that responsibility, so thank you for doing that, Bill. And now Pat Woods wants to make an announcement. 
morning, everyone, and special good morning to the boys and girls here with us this morning. I'm sure most of us in church today have heard of Samaritan's Purse and Operation Christmas Child. You may know it better as the shoebox appeal. This is Mungo. He's my little Samaritan's Purse teddy, and I've nearly lost him already to a couple of BB officers, so I'm keeping a tight hold on him, but he just wanted to come along this morning. Uh, I want to tell you about this year's shoebox appeal. Um, Yes, it is that time of year again, and Ballycrocken will once more be open to receive boxes. That will be the week commencing Monday, the 13th of November, through to Monday, the 20th of November. So that's only three weeks away tomorrow. And I know many of you have been knitting, crocheting, and gathering together bits and pieces for your boxes all year round. Well, it soon be time to put all those bits and pieces into your box and just fill it with love. Just remember that box, that gift, might be the only one that your child receives. Some of you I know like to use a shoebox of your own and cover it and decorate it yourself. For me, I find that to be a real trial of patience. I just cannot do it without tearing the paper. So for those of you like me, there are shoe boxes available in the vestibule that are Samaritan's purse boxes. You don't have to wrap them. They are flat pack, so you do have to make it up, but that's easier than wrapping one, believe me. There are also leaflets, which give you a step-by-step guide on how to fill your box, what to put in it, and more importantly, what not to put in it. Please be very aware of what you should not put in your box. Chief culprits are toothpaste and sweets, neither of which should be in your box. Please also remember that transport costs are considerable and you are asked to give a five pound donation towards that and to put that in your box. If you're unable to get out and about for those who are maybe watching online, you can still send a shoebox. You can do it online and the leaflet again directs you how to do this. So I just want to say thank you this morning. Thank you in advance from Mungo and from all the boys and girls who will receive your boxes. It never fails to amaze me what you can squeeze into a shoebox and the inventiveness of people and what they put in them. So get ready, folks. Start packing soon. Thank you. Now, Karen, our BB captain, would you care to come up and join with Reverend Courtney and lead our service? Thank you. Can I just, on behalf of the officers and leaders of 10th Bangor, and indeed on behalf of the, the boys and girls of the company, just welcome each and every one of you this morning to our service. I really want to thank everybody for, for joining with us this morning and to thank you for bringing along the young people. It's really a very special day in our, in our BB and Girls Association calendar, so I thank you for bringing along your young folk this morning and indeed for the members of the congregation for supporting us in this very special day of our, our BB calendar. Um, can we? I ask you to um, join with me in opening um, our service with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for bringing us here on this beautiful morning to join in the um, enrolment service of 10th Bangor Boys Brigade and Girls Association. 
We ask you to bless each and every one of the young people here this morning as they join together and they, they make their promise to, um, to serve their Lord and to join together in, um, in fellowship in the Boys Brigade and Girls Association. Lord, um, we're trying to shape these young people to join together in an organization where um, they're trying to make themselves the best young people that they possibly can be. And Lord, we know that the world ahead, um, the world today is a very different world in which many of us grew up in, Lord. Um, there are many trials and tribulations out in the world today. And we know, Lord, that there are many temptations for these young people. Lord, we're trying to make um, a small difference in the lives of these young people. We're trying to show them maybe the right path to take and to try and encourage these young people to um, make better choices in the lives that, that they'll make um, and the lives that they'll lead in the years that come ahead. Um, and Lord, in the, in the weeks that we meet together, we try and shape these people and, and to teach them um, about community work, um, about financial matters, um, about fair trade, um, we teach them crafts, we teach them all sorts of things, Lord, and we teach them about scripture in the hope that, that something will come to fruition. Maybe not immediately, Lord, but maybe in the future, um, that they'll remember their times in 10th Bangor and that something will just ignite in their lives, Lord, and that they'll maybe um, take the right paths and make, make proper choices and become the type of young person that the Lord Jesus wants them to be. Um, so, Lord, please... Help us guide these young people and please um, help them enjoy the times that they spend with us in 10th Bangor. This we ask in your precious name. Amen. So the, the way the service works this morning is we're just going to follow it as you see in your order of service. Um, we hope you enjoy it. We've tried to make it as lively as possible and as fun for the young folks. Uh, the programme that we're following in um, Boys Brigade this year um, is mostly to do with um, superheroes in the Bible. And so with that in mind, I decided that we would follow through the programme um, in our enrolment service and we would carry on that theme. So you'll see that that is going to be what our chosen praise is when the anchors and juniors do the praise. But with that in mind, I've actually chosen some of the praise items for the congregation. Um, you'll see some of these um, char the, um, characters in the Bible coming up in the praises that we've chosen. And everything goes around the, the greatest superhero in the Bible, who is... Who's the biggest superhero? Jesus. Jesus, that's right. So we've planned everything and all our praise through the biggest superhero in the Bible, who is Jesus, and he's our superhero. So um, what we're going to do first of all is I'm going to ask you if you would please stand with me for the receiving of the colors.
And if I could just ask you to remain standing as we have our first item of praise, which is Days of Elijah.
This reading is taken from Romans chapter 8, verses 31 to 38. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all give us all things? Who will bring char- any charge against those whom good God has chosen? It is with God who justifies, who then the one who condemns. No one, Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or prosecution, persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword, as it is written, for your sake we face death along all day, all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither health nor death, or anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you, Kobe. It's lovely to be with you today on this your enrollment service. And we now come to the act of enrollment, which is really special uh, for all the young people gathered here. The Lord Jesus Christ was commissioned, uh, was commissioned by its Lord to go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. The Boys Brigade is part of the church and rejoices that it is called to share in this task, and in particular to give nurture to boys of the company and present them with the claims of Jesus Christ. Today, the leaders of the 10th Bangor Boys Brigade and Girls Association have come to pledge themselves afresh to this work. Let us therefore commit them to Christ as we pray together. So let us pray. We thank you, Lord, that in every generation you entrust young people to the care of your church and call those who exercise ministry among them to do it with great care and diligence. Grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, those who today pledge themselves afresh to this service may be enabled to fulfill the task through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I'm going to call now the officers and helpers forward. Karen Cardy, Captain. Ben Cavan, Lieutenant. Mark Cardy. Julia Meehan. Karen McCartney. Tonya Bickerstaff. And Judith Boyd, helpers, to please come forward. Leaders of 10th Bangor Company of the Boys Brigade, you have been called by God to the work of caring for and training the boys of our company. You will 
by your work and example, seek to advance Christ's kingdom and to work in partnership with the church to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. With God, will you reply then? What, with God's help, we will, we reply. Will you, by prayer and personal preparation, seek to equip yourselves in every possible way for this service? And again, with God's help, we will. May God give you grace to be faithful to him and success in your work for him in the Boys' Brigade. God bless you. God bless you now. God bless you. God bless you in your work. God bless you in your work. May God help you to keep your promise and to play your part in the service of others. Now we enroll or re-enroll the company. We'd ask the boys, please, to stand. Okay? That's it. As members of the Boys Brigade, you are part of a worldwide family of the church. Do you promise to be a loyal member of the Boys Brigade and to support the activities of the company? The answer is we do. And what did he have said? Oh, that was no good. Try it again. We do. That's better. May God help you keep your promise and give you strength to overcome temptation and be loyal to our great captain and saviour, Jesus Christ. I'm going to ask the congregation now to stand. Finally, I have a question to put to the members of the congregation. Do you promise to support the work of our company of the Boys' Brigade and to pray for its leaders, the boys, that God may keep them sure and steadfast in their faith? I think you can do better than that as well. Do you? That's it. Now let's now pray for the Boys' Brigade. Bless, O God, the Boys' Brigade and give to them the greater power to advance your kingdom throughout the world. Granting your mercy that every member, past, present, may prove steadfast in the fight against evil, true in his allegiance to you, and help us at all times in temptation, make us strong when we are weak, give us courage in difficulty, make us faithful in duty, loyal in friendship, and finally, by your mercy, bring us into your everlasting kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now, we're going to sing 10,000 Reasons. Yes, sorry, that's where it is. <laughs> 10,000 Reasons. Just keep standing as we sing 10,000 Reasons.
The reading is taken from the epistle to the Hebrews, uh, chapter 6, verses 13 through 20. When God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself, saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. And so, after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. Men swear by someone greater than themselves, and the oath confirms what is said and puts an end to all argument. Because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised, he confirmed it with an oath. God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hope of, hold of the hope offered to us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain, where Jesus, who went before us, has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Amen, and thank God for his word. We're going to join together in praise again as we sing, How Great Is Our God.
Now, I think I'll come down and talk to you here. Is that all right? Then I can keep a good eye on you. And you don't open your packet of sweets just yet, you won't? If you do, I'll gobble them all up. Today is BB enrollment, and it's a really special day, isn't it? It's a very serious time when we make promises to God and promises to one another within the boys we get for the officers and helpers. It's really important because they have taken on a big responsibility. And for the young people in the boys' brigade, it's really important that you keep those promises because it's only as you work together as a team with one another that things, things go well. The boys' brigade, does anybody know how old the boys' brigade is? Anybody know how old the boys, any of the older ones? Any of the officers? 140, that's right. The Boys' Brigade was founded in Glasgow on the 4th of October, 1887. That's older than any of your grannies or grandas as well. And it was founded by Sir William Alexander Smith. There was just one company, and now there is a worldwide movement of three quarters of a million members in over 60 different countries. Now, what's the symbol of the Boys' Brigade? And would like to tell me what's the symbol of the Boys Brigade? You've got it on your jumper, yes? An anchor with a cross, you've got the three best. Most people just get the anchor. The symbol of the Boys Brigade is an anchor, an anchor. And it's a vital part of any boat's equipment. If anybody knows anything about boats, you know, you need rowers and sails and engines and outboards and petrol. Or you need all those sorts of things. But the thing, and life jackets, but the thing of the things you really should never go out in a boat on is without an anchor. You really, really need an anchor. Anchors are very useful when ships can't get into the harbour. You see it sometimes in Bangor. See all the big ships, they drop their anchor in Bangor Bay and wait until there's space for them to go down to Belfast to unload their cargo. And that's one thing they do. But also if a ship's engine is broken or if there's a storm and it's in danger, a ship needs to be able to drop its anchor in order to keep it from drifting onto the rocks and causing great trouble. Now, there are lots of different types of anchor. The one that we probably are most familiar with is the fisherman's anchor. You can see a picture of a fisherman's anchor up there. It's got very uh, small flukes, that's the wee pointy bits at the end, and it's really good if there's lots of weed or if there are rocks and stones, it can get in around the weed, in through the rocks, and get a grip on the soil or the ground. There's another type of anchor, it's called a ply anchor, and there are lots of different versions of this. And it's better for a muddy bottom or a sandy bottom. And it is, does what it says in the tin. It literally plows into the ground, digs deep, and holds the ship or the boat firm. A, couple of, a few weeks ago, we were sailing in a, a cruise liner up the North Sea. And the North Sea is filled with wind farms and places where they take oil. oil and uh, all of them have got anchors. Uh, and here is a picture of an anchor, a really big anchor. And that's for an oil rig to keep it. And they've got about eight of these to keep it in place. You wouldn't want that to drop on your toes. Sure you wouldn't. 
But however different the styles of the anchor, whether it's a fisherman's anchor, a ply anchor, or a huge big anchor for an oil rig, the one thing that's really important about an anchor is that it holds firm, that it holds firm when it's needed. And here's a picture of how an anchor works. You can see the boat on the surface, and you can see the cable or the rope that goes right down to the ground, and then you can see in the soil the anchor plied in, and that's what makes the boat secure. An anchor that is any good is an anchor that holds even in stormy, stormy waters. And that's why we sing, Will Your Anchor Hold, the BB song, in the storms of life. Do we have somewhere, something that keeps us safe and secure, even when the going is tough? For many years, my wife and I, we sailed a little boat in the west coast of Scotland. And we anchored in this lovely bay, uh, the Ardmore Isles, uh, one evening. And it was an evening just like this. The sun was shining, as well, gradually going red as it set. The sea was flat calm. And we set our anchor, and we settled down for the night. But you know what happened? The wind started to blow. And the wind started to blow and blow and blow, and our little boat was tossed around all over the place, and I was getting a bit worried. And the person in the other boat called us on the radio and said, I'm sorry to tell you, Willis, your anchor's, your anchor's slipping. And I had to pull on my life jacket and harness. My wife had come up, and we drove around in circles and lifted up the anchor, pulled off all the weeds, tried it, didn't set. And I think it took us eight or nine times before we could get the anchor really set. And we were scared that night. We didn't go to sleep all night, just kept a watch. And your anchor doesn't hold. It's really a bad or a dangerous thing. And we need anchors in our lives. And... There are a number of things I want to suggest are an anchor. We have the anchor of the Boys' Brigade. Boys' Brigade is an anchor for our lives uh, to keep us safe from danger. Can anybody tell me the motto of the Boys' Brigade? Ken, you've got it in your jumper. What's the motto? Can you read upside down? Come on, boys. Sure. Huh? Can't hear you? Sure and steadfast. We got it at last. That's the, an the, the, the anchor that you need in your life is something that's sure and steadfast. And the way in which uh, they try to do this in the Boys' Brigade, the object of the Boys' Brigade is this, the advancement of Christ's kingdom among boys to promote habits of obedience, reverence, discipline, self-respect, and all that leads towards a true Christian manliness. That's a big, long, wordy thing. But what it means is the Boys' Brigade is about helping you to develop character, a Christian character, so that when you're in difficult times, you know how to respond, to teach you to be obedient, reverent, and self-disciplined. Now, uh, Sir Alexander William Smith founded the Boys' Brigade, and he used many of the principles from the army. Because in the army, you've got to be obedient, you've got to be disciplined, and you learn self-respect. And in the army, when marching, square marching, and uh, being on parade with your uniform and so on, you, you learn these things that come naturally. So when someone leaves the army, 
They don't get up in the morning and say, well, I bother tidying myself up. Anyone who's been in the army, you see them, their shoes are polished and they're standing up straight. And, and you can pick them out from a crowd because they've learned, they've developed a character of self-discipline and self-respect. And the BB is about trying to teach us to learn to be like Jesus. That when we're in situations that are difficult, we don't do what we want, what we think everybody else wants us to do, but we say, what would Jesus do? How would Jesus react? It's about helping us to develop Christian character and keeping us on the right track, following Jesus, who is the captain of our salvation. And things like obedience are important in a company. A company can't run if the boys do not listen to their officers and don't obey what they say. They cheek them back or just go their own way. That is not a good thing to have in a boys' brigade. Reverence, to respect each other and to respect, uh, respect other people as well. To respect property. Uh, Self-respect and discipline. And our lives aren't just pushed about by the wind and the waves in all sorts of different directions, but we have an anchor that we want to be Christ-like, have develop Christian character in all that we do. To obey the Lord Jesus and to follow in his, his ways. The Boys Brigade is about developing Christian character so that we'll stand up straight, stand up firm, stand up for that what was right, stand up to help the weak and to help each other. We have a, a BB as an anchor. But we've also got our family as an anchor. All of us have families. And every single family is different. Some families are very small, just a few people. Some families are enormous. Uh, and at Christmas time or birthday time, the house is buzzing with all sorts of cousins and coming in uh, to share with the, the, the family. Families are really important because that's where we go when we are in need. What happens if you fall off your bike and your knee is bleeding? The first thing you do is you run home to mommy and you cry and she wipes it and puts some ointment on it, puts a plaster on it, because family is the anchor, the place where we go, where we're always welcome, we're always accepted, we're always loved, even when we sometimes do things that our parents disapprove of. We're always loved there. So we have our family as another anchor. And then we have our friends as an anchor. And uh, lots and lots of us nowadays keep in touch with our friends through our phone. Uh, it's hard to believe that the first smartphone is only about 18 years since the first smartphone came out, but it's become so much a part of our lives. If you're going out in the evening, you call up your friends, you text them, and you all meet up at a certain place. You uh, find lots of entertainment uh, on, on uh, the, the various channels, you people doing very silly things to try and have big number of followers uh, and all sorts of things. And a phone can be a great thing. It can be great when you're doing a project uh, or doing your homework and you can look up something very quickly whereas in the past that was more difficult. But phones sometimes and friends can be a false anchor. Um, and it's possible to have people cyberbullying. People, somebody takes a dislike to you 
and then they text something nasty to one of their friends who texted it to somebody else Texas, and before long, you're getting all these people saying untrue, nasty, and harsh things about you. And that can be really scary. And if that happens to you, you need to talk to your teacher, you need to talk to your parents, you need to talk to some adult to help you with, with that. So not every anchor is a good anchor. Not every anchor will hold on. Often, your friends can let you down or lead you astray or lead you in the wrong way. The anchor that the Boys Brigade is really about is the anchor of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it comes from a text in the Bible. Next slide, please. Uh, A text in the Bible. We have this hope as an anchor for our soul, firm and secure. That Jesus is the anchor for our soul. Now, when I asked what was the symbol of the boys, I just expected everybody to have their hand up straight away and say, anchor. But we got somebody not only said anchor, but said cross, because there's a cross alongside the anchor, and we often uh, forget about that. The cross came when the boys' brigade and the life boys united, and the anchor was their symbol, and so the two were together. For Jesus to be the anchor of our souls, he had to go to the cross to take our place, to take our sins and our guilt so that we might be free and we might be pardoned. In the ancient world, this is something like the ships that they would have had. The ships weren't very good, weren't very big, and they didn't have an engine, and they didn't have efficient sails like we have today. They were pretty, uh, pretty dangerous things. And when they would get near, when the ship would get near the harbour that they wanted to go into, they couldn't necessarily get in if the tides were against them or the winds were against them. They just couldn't get in. And what they used to do was they take the anchor from the boat, drop it down into a little rowing boat, and a few boys would row vigorously against the tide, against the wind, right into the harbour, and they would drop the anchor in the harbour. And then the ship out in the tossed out in the stormy sea, they had a windlass as they turned round, four or five men turning round and round, and wrapping the cable around the windlass, gradually pulled themselves out of the harbour, out of that storm, into the harbour. And that's what this verse tells us about Jesus. He left heaven. He came down into our world. He shared our lives. He experienced all the things that we experienced, but never once did he sin. He went to the cross, and there he took our sins that we might be pardoned. He died because we might live, and he lives that we might never die. But Jesus didn't only die on the cross. The cross is empty. He rose again, and he ascended to heaven. Jesus is now in heaven. And we read from Romans chapter 8 that nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Absolutely nothing in life or death can separate us. So the picture is this. Jesus is our Savior. He is in heaven. And when we put our trust in him, we are united to him by a cord, a cable of love that stretches right down from heaven to earth and that can never be broken. And whatever happens in our lives, Jesus is there as our anchor to keep us sure and steadfast 
are firm and secure. But if you want Jesus as your anchor, you've got to ask him. You've got to acknowledge your sin and ask him to be your savior. And that's really what the Boys Brigade is all about, the advancement of Christ's kingdom among boys. Get to the point where you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and he is your anchor, firm and secure throughout the whole of your lives. Now we're going to sing the BB hymn, Will Your Anchor Hold? And just look at the words, think of the words and what we've been talking about and how they describe. Will your anchor hold? closing prayer is going to be led by Finlay and he's 
using the words of the Lord's Prayer, which has been part of the work that they've been doing in the Boys Brigade or the company uh, over the year. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and not lead us into temptation. But deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now I'd invite you to stand for the return of the colours and the benediction and we remain standing for the national anthem. Let us join together in the words of the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. as the company leave. Thank you.